Welcome to the Do Everything With Love podcast, where we are creating a community, learning, growing, and engaging our world around relevant discussions sourced from books read for creatives in today's culture. Love God, love people, do everything with love. love. All right, so uh, we got to my my right here, left, uh, Stephen Waddy. To my left, we have my brother, Myron Mullen. We have my my good friend here, Amber Liverpool. Or I'm sorry, Amber, what's your, uh, Anaje? I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. Evanima. Amber. Amber. Amber Liverpool. Ebby Nama. I sound close. Give me a break. Ebby Nama. Amber, Liverpool, Ebby Nama. Second still losing. First losing. Anyways, and yours truly, David Warren. We'll edit that out. But anyways. No, keep it going with that. Anyways, yeah. So, we are your Do Everything With Love crew. Yes. Yes. Let's see how everyone's doing this week. Let's start with... I'll go first. I'll Amber. There we go. There we go. I've been continuing with CrossFit. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Y'all can probably see my muscles. Yeah. You know? My muscles. My muscles coming in, you know? Yeah, just trying to, like, make... Oh, I see a little bit of tricep. Look at that. Yeah. I see a shadow. Yeah. And so now, you know, just incorporating the walking in, um, you know, just making sure I stay slim. I don't want to be all bulky and mm-hmm. muscular. I still want to look like a lady. No, no Ain't nothing wrong looking like a lady. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, CrossFit for hey, me. I go five times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What's the last name? Ebby Nama. No, Mr. <laughs> Ebby Nama does like, does like it. Um, yeah, that's me. Um, and How's CrossFit? I go five yeah. times a week. You go five Whoa. times a week? Yes. Yeah, you do have to go like five Get your money worth yeah. those. Monday yeah. through Friday, it's guys. That's crazy. Y'all, do y'all know how much I pay for a month? I don't want to know. No, no I know CrossFit is okay. expensive. All yeah. right. So, yeah, yes. I go five you times get, a week. You're getting your money's worth. We know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's but it's good. Okay. That's what's up. So, you feel shape, in tip top shape? You feel good? I do. I do. Um, it's getting closer and closer to the time to I until I go to Nigeria. I'm gonna actually try to find a CrossFit in Nigeria. Okay. In, a, in Abuja. Do you do yeah. like the CrossFit pull-ups where it's like that? Kipping. Yeah, they're like, uh. <laughs> I do not know how to do a muscle up. Right. Uh, well, it's not even a muscle up. It's just a pull-up. Over. It's not oh yeah, but I know how to do pull-ups. With the when your legs swing and yeah. Oh yeah, the kipping. I, the kipping. Yeah. I know how to do kipping pull-ups. Um not What's that, the one of no, you, when you lift control. yourself, you no, kind of kip swing and you then yourself pull yourself up. Oh. And have your chest. I think you're talking, 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 talking about the one like a ninja warrior. You know, they got the. They got oh, the, oh, with the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah the bar. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's the next bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not me. No, I'm not no, there. Not no. Did you have those across? I know how to do a handstand push up. A handstand push up? On the wall or you bounce? Heck no. On the wall. That's the wall. Either way, I mean. That's a pretty impressive. Okay, that's what's yeah. CrossFit's cool. CrossFit's cool. Alright. Yeah. Dave. <laughs> so, <laughs> you look at me and pick people. Yeah, don't stare at the teacher. I, <laughs> the teacher picks you. 
That's how that goes. Well, uh, let's see. I just got back from uh, Banff, Canada. Hey. Over there in Alberta. Banff? Alberta. Huh? How do you Banff. spell that? B-A-N-F. I'll figure it. Uh, I don't know if there's two S. I think there's two S. But anyways, um, beautiful, beautiful uh, hiking. We did a lot of driving. I think we did like 40 hours of driving. Mm. 20 miles of hiking. Um, saw Lake Louise, saw Lake Moraine, went to Jasper National Park as well. A lot of, you know, a lot of rock climbers go there, saw the glaciers, you know, saw the, the beautiful water, saw aqua green, it was pretty cool. I still haven't seen the pictures. And it was a good family trip. I, I'll show them to you after this, after this uh, episode. Maybe I'll put one of the pictures. Oh, some years. Like yeah, I'll put, I'll put a picture up on the Would you like pocket. to see Dave's pictures yesterday? <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, there's some some pictures. Some, I felt like they were like National Geographic. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll probably print them out, print out, print out a couple, just a more trip. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, that was an awesome trip. Went with my mom, my dad, and my wife. And good family trip, the four of us. And, nice. Um, we were just missing my brother and his wife. But either way, and and uh, and and also speaking of my brother, I just became an uncle. Hey, so, congrats! Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the yes. first time. My first, oh, first time uncle. First, that is special. That's special, yeah. So, um, yeah, I met my my new nephew. Uh, his name is Damari. Oh, uh, yeah, it's cute as a button. And um, yeah, so I'm really happy for my brother and the new baby. And, yeah, my new nephew. So. That's been about me. I went on vacation. It's a great getaway. We've been gone for about, you know, we've been gone for a solid week. It's about as long as I can stay in my family. So, Golly. Um, <laughs> well, you know how it is. I mean, like. You say Ashley's mixed up. <laughs> and that is the case of my family. We all love, very, love, love each other very much. It's just, you know. Sometimes we, you need to miss each other. Yeah, we need to miss each other. We, I don't, there's a reason why I don't live with them anymore. Okay. I moved out the house at 18 and never came back. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, um, but that's my story. And I think it leaves you, Meyer. Um, and Wadi. Oh, Wadi. Yeah, Wadi, too. Wadi, too. I went to work. Yeah, I just came back from a church uh, retreat. Actually, a church ladies retreat. I happened to be uh, I, I one, of the, one of the few guys I actually went because I'm a musician. Uh-oh. So a single ladies retreat? A musician. Not single ladies. <laughs> just, just ladies in general. Fresh meat. <laughs> Just lady, but no, it's um, it's out in, out in Sandy. <laughs> oh, girl, he's out, a preacher too. <laughs> <laughs> it's out in Sandy Cove, Maryland, which is like it's it's beautiful out there. It's like you're you're out on the water, um, did, did a little kayak and spent some time in the little jacuzzi they got out there. You know, just chilling. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right, jacuzzi time. Between the all, you but know? no, no, it was a good time. I saw saw the guy do some really uh, mighty things to the good women there. Um, saw some some healing and, and heard some testimonies, and it was, it was great. Cool. That's what's up. Oh, it's about healing. That's amazing. Came back and changed man. Huh? Still single though, Mike. Still single. <laughs> 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 all right, cool. But anyway, let's not leave a man wadi out. I got nothing. You don't got nothing. Nothing been going on with you like you got into something? Nope. Not one thing. Nah. Dang. I mean, I played tennis. I already said that. 
That's true. You said that last podcast. So that's the dream. I've done other stuff, but it's nothing all inspiring. <laughs> no pun intended. What's the last good drink you had? Oh, it was a really good restaurant I went to the other day called Man Chef. Where's that at? It's out by Church Valley, uh, Marysville. Okay. I don't know if that is. Marysville, that's my dream yeah. place to move. Really good drinks, really good food. But, um, All right, cool. Any drinks in particular, though, you know what I'm saying? No, but I had a, if you want to know, if you'd like to fill some time with the things, do you have a drink called a, a politic or just pol- politicking or something? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like an old fashioned, um, but it had some other notes in there. I don't remember the notes, but literally everything so far I've tried on that menu is really good. So. Mad Chef. Alright, cool. We're gonna have to take a trip there, guys. A little field trip to Mad Chef. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, alright, cool. So, we've been reading the book Contagious. And uh, today we're going to be discussing chapter four. But before we dive into that chapter, give you guys a, a, a little bit about uh, what Contagious is about is how things go viral. Um, and so this book is pretty easy read. It's six chapters and uh, talks about six different elements that go into going viral. And hopefully you can use this material to maybe go viral yourself one day. I mean, shoot, maybe with love can go viral by being, being able to incorporate these elements. But today... We're talking about public. Hey, y'all. This is Amber, president of Let Love Rise Foundation Incorporated, and we have officially launched. Check out letloverise.org. If you are a community organization with volunteer needs, go and sign up on our platform to promote all of your volunteer needs. And if you are a volunteer, looking for ways to connect to your local community, looking for ways to make a difference, go on letloverise.org to sign up for these volunteer events. I'll see y'all at the next event. Right, built to show, built to grow. One of the things I love about this book is it always gives you these kind of cool quotes to kind of, to, to, to leave off on and to think about. Um, so built to show, built to grow. Um, Wadi, can you tell us a little bit more about this chapter? Uh, yeah, it's, well, one framework is built the uh, built to show, built to grow. The other one is monkey see, monkey do, um, and a lot of this is based on uh, public visibility and the receiver of that public visibility. Their assumption of once they see it, they may be kind of fumbling over. I guess that's a way to say it. But better better use, I guess, as an example is if you walk past a restaurant, you see a restaurant is full. Uh, you assume that it's a good restaurant, thus your actions will imitate the others and go into the restaurant or note it and put that on the to-do list to go check out. So essentially that's what this chapter is about, um, public visibility. Uh, a couple of the nuggets in here. To do that, you you know, products that advertise themselves with logos, sounds, like the Macintosh sound. Uh, one of the primary examples in here was in when Hotmail first came out. At the bottom it said his email is by Hotmail, so it was, it was uh, self-promoting to a degree, or self, um, self-visible. And, and then the really cool uh, part about this chapter, there's this final nugget where, I wrote this down to make sure I didn't get this, get this wrong, but messages highlighting people's actions cause more people to imitate those actions for better or for worse. So, for example, if, if you want somebody not to do something, um, but yet, in your messaging, you're showing the action or articulating the action of what you want, of what you don't want people to do. 
the likelihood of them doing it is still high, and the percentage of that people will do it is still in the positive. Like, like don't do drugs. Yes, like there. Yeah. <laughs> like you say, it was like a lot of people are doing drugs lately, but you shouldn't do it because it's bad for your health. You just said a lot of people are doing drugs lately, so people are like, really? Let me go ahead and do some I'm drugs. Gonna, I'm gonna drugs. I feel like I feel like there made drugs cool. It highlighted. So yeah. it's pretty much putting a. You wear so, the cool shirts, the black shirts with the cool. It was a cool yeah. shirt. Actually, I, I don't know what happened to my old black shirt. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, you were the vice president. He was a vice president. I didn't know there was a council over there. I was like somewhere. That's part two of how they messed yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. It didn't make me want to do more drugs, though. I mean, I didn't mean to say do it more drugs. Like it didn't drugs at all. I mean, Tell us more. It did not make me want to do drugs. <laughs> Being a part of there. Yes. I stopped oh, students against drunk driving. That's what sad. Mm-hmm. That's what I was a part of. That had a board for okay. sure. Yeah, okay. students sad. against drunk driving. Sad, and they was mad because yeah, mother, 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 mother mad was first, and then sad came exactly. after. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, my on the know. All right, yeah. so <laughs> so so really, instead of highlighting the bad behavior, you want to highlight the behavior that you want them to do, yeah. even if it's like. Uh, not not to do a certain behavior. You just don't want to bring focus into the bad behavior. Right. Telling yourself not to do something makes you want to do it. Is that that basic if, premise? Let me tell a quick story. Might be a quick, like deviate real quick. Not really. Back in middle school, that bad behavior was replicated like crazy. It was like a wildfire. Mm-hmm. There were students that were going in their parents' cabinet at home and. Uh, Emptying their whiskey bottles, their parents' whiskey bottles, into Coke bottles and pouring in middle school. Coke, yes, crazy. I was twelve years old. Wild, and it was a magnet school. Can you imagine? What? Yes, it was a creative writing program in like yeah, it was weird. Were they they were bringing alcohol to school? Yeah, well, they were mixing the whiskey into Coke bottles and pouring Coke on top of it. I can see like getting away. We get to school, and these kids will be drunk. At school, so all this sad and dare thrown out out the window, and like every time they saw a kid doing it and saw a kid like being a little weird and off, everybody now wanted to do it. Yeah. Now me, did I try it? Absolutely not. And I'm not just saying that because it's I'm a halo. You don't see it, but it's a halo. No, I really, <laughs> I really didn't do it. I, it didn't make me want to because all I knew, like in my parents' house, they didn't go around just keeping whiskey bottles in cabinets and just drinking every day. So that wasn't accessible to me and it wasn't something that I was interested in doing. But mm. anyway, mm. when it actually comes to drugs and alcohol, it really does make kids want to do it. At least some kids. It makes them want to do it more. Make sure to imitate what you see. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> slight deviation. Carry on. No, it's not crazy though. Well, honestly, there, I, I, I didn't even know what drugs were until they started talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, but but then again, I was also very sheltered. I mean, I was going to church every day, and so I know I was going to church every day. I, I had no choice but to not be in that world at all. Right. I didn't have my first taste of alcohol until college, so same here. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. But anyways, uh, what so what are some uh, other examples? That Apple logo on the back of your laptop. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I want to say in the beginning of this chapter. Chapter they made reference to the Apple logo and it used to be. Uh, let me see you. Turn it. Yeah, instead of it uh, facing you, 
actually, when you close it and you look at it, it's upside down. It's not for you to see. It's yes, for Explains the premise of you know restaurants putting logos on their bags and things of that nature, or shopping. I mean, yeah, that's notorious, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, Amber, you can relate. You're a shopper, right? You go Why to are you looking at me like I was oh, just because, because, another woman? Like, because, 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 a lot of this chapter is based on assumption. Maybe he's seen a lot of women. I'm thinking of Snoop. They turned Chris Rock. Women do be shy. All I'm saying is that, you know, I'm especially at. A shopper. Especially though, at women retail stores, when you go there, right? Yes. They give you that big old bag with their name and logo on it, right? So when you go shopping, the, the, the picture of you having all those bags in your hand showing you where, exactly where you shopped, it wasn't for you to, but you're broadcasting to everybody where you shopped. Is yeah, it an H&M bag? But why can't it just be for any store? Why are you saying like a woman's store? For especially women's store. Victoria's Secret, uh, uh, I don't know the other <laughs> <laughs> What a woman's shop ever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Shane, though, for real. But anyways. Shane on the online well, okay. store. Uh, to, to, to kind of save David a little bit, I think women do make up, like, what, 70% of the um, consumer marketplace? Yeah, t- typically in a co-ed, is that the right way to say it, a co-ed store, yeah. Um, yeah. the women's section is typically larger. Yeah. Because there's more I know it's larger than the Gap. Almost any any uh, clothing store. H and M, okay, it's yeah. larger there. Too. Yeah, Zara. So I'm not I'm not I'm not making assumptions here. I mean, this is just based on market proof. But why are you trying to do <laughs> Because you're up. You are the subject of of you desire of the from, of, from the market. He paid, he it was an assumption, and he, the assumption was incorrect. But it was based on, you know. Yeah, statistics. Most, that women be shopping. Most, 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 most ads are women geared towards women. Shopping. Like even even men's products. Like you think of something like uh, Manscaped, which is a product designed for men. Mm-hmm. They they specifically advertise it towards women because women will usually get those things for their men. Good point. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, fellas. Thanks for thinking me out of that one little bit. Take your own shot next time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And then, uh, what else? What else? What are some other good examples? Okay, uh, so one example, um, which is a hot button item in, in American culture, uh, specifically American culture, apparently, uh, mass shootings. Yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all have been under a rock by chance, but um, we we are going through an epidemic of mass shootings in our, in our nation. It seems like every other week we're having a mass shooting. Um, but yeah, yeah, it seems like the, every other week we're having one, and it's like in the most populated, most uh, tragic places at the, what was the latest one, the one in Uvalde, in that uh, elementary school. Yeah, yeah this is the one in church. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the one in the church was after the Uvalde? I don't know. I can't. Uh, there's a stream. I, I lost track as far as yeah, the timeline. It's almost yeah. yeah, it, it yeah. happened so often, the timeline. But it, so it goes back to the point of like, the media 
is advertising this the way that they do on the media is that also creating a cyclical effect where it's like people see it like we go back to monkey see monkey do now do people see it and now are they encouraged to um, to imitate it become copycats I know some um, some uh, news outlets like on YouTube and stuff like that they they've gotten to the point where they're like we're not gonna say the person the person who committed the mass shooting we won't put up their picture we'll just say what happened and we'll talk about the victims we'll, we'll keep the focus on the victims rather than the, the perpetrators mm -hmm. so that it doesn't encourage um, you know more shootings and stuff like that and I wonder if like you know regular news like Fox CNN like regular news channels if they adopted that that kind of strategy would that help to curb the influence of it yeah so it's interesting yeah it's an interesting point I, I think that a lot of times when it comes to mass shootings and publicizing them I can only imagine if I was an FBI agent, like part of the psychological profile, and this is not just common for mass shootings, but like serial, uh, uh, what do you call them, serial murder, uh, whatever you call it, killers, they want to be known, they want their name to be out there, they want to be famous for, you know, like Charles Manson wanted yeah. to be famous for yeah. killing all those people, um, and so, you know, is there a way, is there, again, could that be a way to actually prevent less, at least, at least, decrease the amount of mass shootings going on by like being don't publicize I can only imagine you announce the name of a mass shooter killer. and people yeah. start looking them up on Facebook yeah. and, and try to figure out who they are and, and for some that might be their inspiration mm -hmm. to, I mean, to, like to you see like some of them like they'll have manifestos written on the internet but if you don't say who they are you won't even know where to look for it right, right. yeah in the social proof of saying that it's increasing I think makes people like oh other people are doing it and the people that are you know screw loose they're like now's my time to join the club. It's almost like become a trending thing yeah. to do, yeah. um, which is kind of sad. So and there's, a, there's, this, there's an example in this chapter I think that's really good that highlights um, this messaging uh, portion of the chapter. I want to just read it real quick because I think it, it buttons up um, this thought process pretty well. So essentially the background is at the state park, uh, Petrified State Park in Arizona. Um, they don't want people to take any of the petrified wood because it ruins the park. So that's the context, and they're trying to, uh, two different styles of messaging to see which one would have the desired effect where people stop taking the wood. So here it goes. Uh, one way to highlight what people should be doing is that, oh, so, uh, psychologists and collectors want to decrease the number of people who still petrify wood from Arizona's Petrified Forest National Park. So they posted signs around the park that tried different strategies. Okay, one was many past visitors have removed petrified wood from the park, changing the natural state of the petrified forest. But doing so, they actually had. Uh, negative effect and it doubled the number of people taking the wood. They tried a different uh, strategy instead of highlighting what people should, uh, mm, oh, highlighting what people should do was much more effective and don't highlight the behavior that people shouldn't do. So they changed it to please don't remove the petrified wood from the park in order to preserve um, the, the park. So and by focusing on that, they, then they got the, uh, it reduced the theft and they, they got the response. So what did it say before? It said Many okay, so this is the this is the important part. They highlighted what people were doing, even though it was bad behavior that they didn't want done. No, okay. Many past visitors have removed petrified wood from the park, and then they went on to say, "Don't do it. Don't do it because it does yeah. X, Y, and Z." You but know, then the but second they, one said, "They never do They it. never brought attention to, to what people were doing. doing." Yeah, they said. They just said, "Please don't remove the yeah. wood so we can maintain our park." Interesting. And it got the results. Yeah. yeah. So people were following what was bad behavior. Yeah. 
Oh, because they've seen that people are actually good or bad. Whether it's good or bad. Well, that goes to my next point, which is another relevant point uh, and also uh, socially relevant. Cancel culture. Oh, yeah. Uh Does canceling uh, people or or ideologies actually bring more attention to it and cause more people to be like... Because, okay, there, there are plenty of things that that are, you know, cancelable today. But I find that it highlights those things to people who may not even have been aware of them in the first place. So it's like you're bringing attention to to something that you don't want people to see anyway. And now they're just like, oh, well, why is this thing being cancelled? Should I go and do my own research? Like, do, should I even trust these people's opinion? Let me go and see what they're, what, why it's re- what it's really about. What, what's really, you know, being cancelled here? And I feel like that is kind of backfiring. It, it becomes, like you said, like you're, you're focusing on the thing that you're trying to cancel rather than, than canceling it itself. Right. Yeah. It highlights it. It brings it. Actually, here's a funny example I just thought of. You're saying it was uh, maybe in the 90s or maybe 80s um, when they started putting parental advisory stickers on CDs. Yes. And sales increased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the CDs that had parental advisory stickers on them. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like now like rappers have to like. <laughs> yeah. Put the the parental advisory label in order for their album to be to sell. It's kind yeah. Of crazy. yeah. Like this was dangerous. I gotta say one curse word. <laughs> to make this get this label uh, but no yeah I agree with that. I don't think there is any such thing as bad press right yeah good or bad things that's right so at the end of the day good or bad um, people are still learning about what you're doing and, and it makes you at the end of the day want to research what's going on and get more involved so yeah, uh, yeah cancel culture kind of it does I think it does definitely I agree it has a reverse effect thank you for joining the do everything with love podcast if you'd like to continue to take the journey with us please hit us up at with love across all streaming platforms our music is everywhere all right and if you want a physical copy hit us up at bandcap.com and you might even score yourself a signed copy of our album thanks so yeah so yeah there's no such thing as bad press yep all right so <laughs> Uh, let's get into announcements, Amber. Announcements, announcements on my phone here. All right, for the podcast, remember submit questions about book topics or getting to know one of us, so you can get to know us a little bit deeper. Ask us questions; we would you love know, to talk kind of about get it. Feel yeah. more personality. Right we, now, we haven't gotten books. We haven't got any questions you know? yet, so. Please, send questions. Yeah, please. We're checking. We're waiting, for, we're waiting for those questions. Well, we'll, we we'll definitely answer them according to how um, leveled they are. You know, don't get too deep. Well, I, look, you can ask hey, me whatever you want. Jump right on in because, you know, But just ask. Just ask. I'm, I'm just joking. Ask whatever you like, okay? Um, Participate in our polls. It's they are available on Instagram and Patreon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or Patreon. We'll see how it goes. But yeah. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us at, at With Love Music and at Let Love Rise. Okay? That's Let Love Dot Rise. Okay. Let Love Dot Rise, or you won't be able to find us. Okay. <laughs> on IG. <laughs> and then subscribe. Subscribe to Patreon. That's right. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes. Patreon. It's just a few bucks a month. And that next Patreon drops coming to you soon. Alrighty. Well, that wraps up 
uh, episode 2.3. Uh, thank you all for listening and tuning in. Until next time, love God, love, love others. <laughs> what? What? Oh, by the way, let me just say, our model is very similar to my church's model. That's love why I was God, so excited. <laughs> love people, and do everything, everybody, with, with love. love.